0: Shovel <laughs> one, player one, ready, go!
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Player One on Sin. 2022 as well upon us. I am Connor joined alongside by my good pals Harry and recent new recruits to the team Max. We've got a... Like, holy crap, we got a lot to talk about today. And you know what? If there's anything I love more, it's talking. But instead of, if you want to listen to us talk more outside of this show, you can check us out on the podcast platforms, you know, the Google podcast, the Apple podcast, the Spotify's, the Omni's, great places. we got more content coming out. There's going to be a lot of stuff. I've been doing a lot of recording lately, so get ready for to hear me a lot. I'm gonna be doing a lot of reviews. Um, and as well, the socials, go check us out if you want to DM us. Go to the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams at, at player one sin. And as well, we have TikTok now. If you want us to see us do funny skits, go to TikTok at player one sin. And as well, as soon as like I can't believe we got more and more of this. They've come back to us with another giveaway. So instead of uh, shooting down zombies, we're shooting down explorers in the new Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland, someone famous, guys. We, we get to promote their movie and we're giving away some awesome passes to see the movie and we'll, the, the film will actually be in cinemas very soon on February 17th, and we'll be giving away that draw very, very soon. So go check it, the socials for all that and how to enter. Uh, But as well, I can't stress enough, even though um, we love having fun here, there is a time where it gets difficult. We're still in COVID times. It still hasn't slowed down. So if you are struggling in any way, shape or form, please do not hesitate to go to Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636, Kids Helpline at 1800 55 and as well, Key Life at 1800 184 527.
2: But of course, as is the way with Player One, we've got our news coming up and some very exciting news, lots of news we'll be discussing in depth later, but let's jump straight in because the Steam Deck will officially be shipping out to parts of the world later this month. Speaking of news, we'll be discussing later that, Happens to be one of them, so stay tuned for that. And on to other news we'll be chatting about later. Uh, The war to monopolize the gaming industry continues as Sony set their eyes on another big studio. Oh, my God. Fun times. We love a bit of capitalism, but that's okay. The US FTC, Federal Trade Commission, will reportedly be reviewing the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal. So even more hilarity going on at the moment, and it's only the beginning of Feb, so who knows what's going to be going on for the oh, rest of the year. I,
0: I do hope they've done nothing illegal. That would that would just fill my heart with so much sadness if anything was to come out of that.
2: I know, absolutely. But onto happier news, Encanto's We Don't Talk About Bruno and Absolute Bop has hit number one on the Billboard Hottest 100, or Hot 100, I should say, um, surpassing Frozen's Let It Go and becoming the first Disney song to top the charts in 29 years, which is... Pretty unbelievable, actually. Um, and some news that I know Connor's super keen about. Yes. Um, Supermassive Games have trademarked six further titles for the Dark Pictures Anthology series with the European Intellectual Property Office, meaning heaps more games are on the way for fans of the f- series. You're keen, Connor?
1: Oh, without question. Like, seriously, the, the the upcoming game has been probably the most excited for the Dark Pictures Anthology, but there is like that level of concern as well whether they're going to be doing way too much considering an anthology like is they're going to be doing eight games in this entire anthology so i'm a little bit concerned by the output but i don't doubt that they're going to be fun stories to actually play through
2: oh definitely but yes as you said you know in the gaming world sometimes quality over quantity is always the recipe for success but Onto more acquisitions, um, and quite bizarre ones actually. The New York <laughs> Times have announced that they have purchased the popular puzzle game Wordle. So I'm I'm not quite sure why or how, but interesting news.
0: Definitely wouldn't be any reason to make it, you know, like a subscription service or something. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought a, a giant <laughs> newspaper organisation would do
2: yeah, anything like that. No, never. Of course not. Asking for more money, never, never. But Variety has reported that It Takes Two, which of course was an awesome game that came out last year, um, is pairing with uh, DJ3 Entertainment to bring the popular game to television. So the developers are in conversation to bring some television content out, maybe movie content out.
1: But that's exciting news. Which is weird because the actual director of It Takes Two, who also did um, A Way Out, in, on the game i think believe i think on the game awards but definitely on record has used expletive the oscars so i very interesting turn in terms of choice here
2: yeah well i mean it, it could be good um allegedly some of the writers from the sonic film have signed on to helm this project so okay
1: yep, yeah, i'm, I'm but, sold yeah, already I'm, yeah you sold easy. me
2: exactly easy. We love- I really
0: hope it was the original designers of the Sonic film. I mean, I think they do a fantastic job with the characters for that one.
2: Absolutely. Oh god, that's just brought me back to the original, the original design. <laughs> I need to get that image out of Pre- my head. Pre, pre-pandemic. <laughs> exactly that was darker times for sure but more exciting news call of duty modern warfare 2 has reportedly entered an early alpha stage of development um and this is according to industry insider tom henderson who first reported on the game's existence uh what's crazy about this though is that there's just a bunch of studios that are going to be working on this game so um three infinity Ward studios treyarch activision raven sledgehammer demonware high moon studios toys for bob and beanox so basically all hands on deck to get this this one made which
1: you know who knows this is what this is what you killed spyro and crash bandicoot for this is what you're doing
0: (laughs) i mean it makes sense i mean i for one i'm just over the moon for another Modern Warfare game. I I honestly Uh, thought they wouldn't bring another one out. I was very, very worried, but it's good to see that they're putting their resources in the right place. You were thinking this could be the year. I really was. I was like, you know, maybe they won't do one this year. And I was like, surely not. I mean, it's been a staple for the series to release uh, really well-made games that were done properly and definitely not rushed through development. And it's good to see that they've put on a lot of people for this one as well. So maybe it'll be even more rushed you know, get it out as quickly as possible. The public is waiting with bated breath. So, I mean, I, for one, I'm just over the moon. So excited.
2: Yeah, well, you said resources, and they've obviously got every single resource they have getting this game sorted, which is always alarm bells. But speaking of games I'm genuinely hyped for, you Ooh. know, The Witcher 3 brought out one of the greatest card games ever created, Gwent, and how exciting. It's getting made into a proper standalone single-player game um, and even more hilarious, the game for the moment, as reported by IGN, is currently codenamed Project Golden Necker. Yeah. And it will launch sometime this year. So that's that'll be okay. a good a good little game for us all to dive into while we're waiting for Modern Warfare 2 to be developed by every man and his dog. But Harry, what are what are the new releases we've got to wait for this week?
0: Oh, we've got an absolute just list of them. I'm looking at them now and I can I can I can count them on one hand. It's <laughs> that, that is absolutely crazy. <laughs> so, we're starting off on February 8th. We've got two different ones. Uh Saifu uh whether I pronounce that correctly or not, you can pick that up. Oh, you can yell at me when the uh, actual recording comes out onto radio you're listening to right now so you can uh you can well, shake your fist angrily at me. Not that you can actually see me, but you know, that's just how it is. That's coming out to PS4 and PS5. And Oli Oli World, which is coming out to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Switch, and PC. So a whole lot for that one there. February 10th, we've got Crossfire X to Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. And Edge of Eternity to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S as well. And then finally, on February 11th, we have Lost Ark. Coming out on PC. And I mean, guys, is there any of those five that you're just going, wow, I cannot wait to get my hands on that little beauty?
1: Well, me and Max were kind of hyped for Oli Oli World.
3: Yeah. I mean, because it's, it, is it like, is it, is it a new game or just sort of like a? It, it is.
1: It's a completely brand new game in the series. So ollie ollie is exactly how it sounds. It's a skateboarding game, mm. it's a very well made skateboarding game. So this one I'm actually kind of hyped for because there's actually there's actually a proper story mode, there's branching paths, there's side missions, like they put in the works for this.
2: This is Brian Wecht,
3: and you're listening to player one on Sin. So now we're talking about the big question that's on everyone's minds, especially after the, you know, all the big news in the gaming world, what can Doom run on next? I think is the the next logical question.
1: Yes. And I I recently got inspiration for this story because Kotaku, who are amazing at what they do, and Luke Plunkett, one of their editors, friend of the show, um, they recently posted an article with a minimum viable computer. So this is like a $21 computer. Mm. I'm not kidding when I tell you this. Um, It can run Doom. And I'm a big fan of Doom. I love it with all my heart. We've seen Doom run on a pregnancy test. We've seen Doom run on a Mikey machine. Um, We've practically seen Doom run on potatoes, but I wanna ask everyone in the room, what do you think Doom could run on next? What's the next thing that Doom's gonna run on?
3: Um, Well, I've said before that I had a calculator that's able to run Doom. Um, it can't run it very well and obviously there's, there's no sound. So you're missing out on like half the experience.
1: Ah, oh, but it, could, um, could we actually get like, are you able to do like a quick live demonstration for the audio content? Cause that's <laughs> what's really going to work here.
3: <laughs> uh, no, it's currently out of charge cause I haven't oh, used it in like, in like months. Um, but, but yeah, uh, so I mean, it's but, possible.
1: It's but how, like, okay. So, from someone who's actually played Doom on a calculator, what is the experience actually <laughs> like here? Because bi- I've always been oh, very curious.
3: Miserable. Basically, like, yeah, so this is great for everyone listening at home. Because it's a calculator, it doesn't really have any good way to control it. You sort of have to use like, this weird touchpad thing. Um, and it's, it's basically it's like the equivalent of trying to play an FPS using like, a trackpad. So, it's just a miserable experience. Um, yeah. It's, But it's just kind of funny that, you, you, that in, you could be in the middle of an exam and then also just quickly play a bit of Doom while you're waiting. Well,
1: how do you actually get it to run on a calculator? Or how uh, did you get it to run on a calculator?
3: Well, th- this calculator is like like a stupidly powerful one that I'd still just use to add like 10 plus 10. Um, it's got like 100 megs of RAM, which is more than you would ever need normally for a calculator. And it has like all this like graph stuff on it. So it's able to like fully run like uh, games and emulators on it, which is just kind of bizarre. But you can do it.
1: Um, yeah. I've never actually met someone who's actually played Doom on a calculator before. So this is a very enlightening experience. The fact that you've actually done it, but Harry, I need to hear from your end because you are a master of technology. You're a master of the science like the sciences, what, what what do you think Doom could run on next? Or what would you like to see Doom run on next?
0: I mean, that's a really good question because, I mean, Doom being such a, you know, fantastic game that can run on so many devices, I feel like if we were able to get it to possibly work with a an old router, per se, if we just, like, connected it up to, like, a, an ASL router and we just did, we just played it through sound itself, you know, the, the old <laughs> the really good stuff just used to give the beeps, you know, when you're just loading into the internet as, you know, like as is up. just tradition yeah the great old dial-up you know which is exactly what we love to see and i feel like if we could just use the sounds for that uh you could actually play doom just through that alone
1: i, yeah. I love a that sound idea.
0: experience a pre- for, like, because i mean imagine if you're so we might have a few visually impaired viewers <laughs> who uh would struggle to play the game because uh them being visually impaired they can't see which is a bit of a problem so if we use say this uh Dial-up internet connection that can uh, release certain sounds, which they would be able to hear through. Then they could actually play the game and experience what everyone else does, and it would just be—I reckon—they'd have a fantastic time with it. Well, so it's sort of like, like echolocation, then, to
1: play Doom. Yeah, that's what I was yes, thinking. Yes, I was yeah. thinking like the the Skyrim on the, the Amazon Echo thing. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, no like, screens, no buttons, just voice-powered Doom. Sh-
1: shoot, actually. shoot, Prowler Demon. <laughs> with shotgun or shoot again like ha- can't get any oh, better i, I think
3: the next step from that would be like doom is like either like a board game or a card game would be well, oh, like-
1: there actually is a doom board oh, really? game <laughs> actually um it based off doom 2016 i actually do own it huh. um it's a very it's it, there's a lot to it actually there but there is actually a legitimate board game that was made for it <laughs> of course but- there is to i would love to see doom potentially run on a pepsi max can um mm. just hook it up to some jumper cables and mm. just just play doom through the sounds of pepsi
0: very nice indeed and now while well, we're moving on to a nice little topic here nintendo we love them we really love nintendo they're just fantastic they can never do anything wrong except they do a lot but well we get to rip into it again because it's good fun you know i really just love you know well, talking about companies and just ripping into them. Because what, what is better than just going to a big corporation and saying, hey, you suck?
1: Well, one thing that Nintendo sucks a lot at is uh, YouTube copywriting. Because, uh, boy, Nintendo removed a lot of music and made a lot of copyright claims, which out of all the companies that have been very like defensive of their own music... Like, not just like fan parodies of games and stuff like that, um, but holy cow, like looking through the list of everything here is insane. And if there's Nintendo and YouTube don't have a great track record, and this is just another thing of it. So a lot of fan channels saw a lot of this stuff. Lenny, you you've looked into this in a bit more detail. Please elaborate me more on what this what's actually happened here.
2: Yeah, well, like you said, Connor, it's sort of an issue that permeates a lot of different YouTube channels. But one particular um, YouTuber, um, Sunner, has had a lot of sort of ongoing battles with Nintendo um, that date back all the way to 2019. Um, so that was sort of when Nintendo really started. Um, you know, taking down a lot of their content. That YouTube channel in particular has had over 1,300 videos removed or Nintendo songs, um, copyright blocks, I should say. Um, And I guess in response to that, something that's interesting that this particular YouTube account, Gilversana has said, um, is probably the main, I think, argument or source of discussion for this issue, which is they said that I'm also not angry or surprised that Nintendo is doing this, but I do think it's a bit disappointing that there is hardly an alternative. And I think that's the main issue here. Obviously, you know, Nintendo have a right to protect their music, protect their soundtracks. But I mean, how do we even listen to Nintendo tunes? And Nintendo have like the best gaming bops ever. So it's really disappointing that not only are they blocking all these YouTubers, but they can't even give us any sort of avenues to actually enjoy their music. I think that's the main problem.
1: They've always been a step behind on this, because if you look at, for example, like one of the better proponents of this is Sega. They release all of their soundtracks on streaming platforms like Spotify. You'll see a lot of their game soundtracks on Spotify. Most modern games from companies will have a Spotify playlist. The fact that Nintendo don't is shocking because they could make a lot of money from this.
3: Well, didn't Nintendo recommend that, like, when what was it when Smash Bros. Ultimate was releasing, they they hoped that people would use that to listen to all their music? Which
1: is weird. Like, who's going to keep this switch on for an extended period of time just to listen to a soundtrack of a game? Like, it's oh. cu- like, don't get me wrong, soundtracks in Smash Brothers are great, but really, is that it?
3: I mean, it, it would be a bit of a power move, though, on the train to sort of just. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like oh, what are they listening to? And they, they pull out a switch and you go, "Hold on, what's
2: going on mate? it? That would be a power move. But yeah, like you were saying, that's the thing. Like in terms of studios or developers that have iconic music, like Nintendo have the most iconic gaming music ever. You look at yeah anything from like the Mario franchise, anything from the Zelda franchise. So, like you said, Connor, it's weird that they haven't capitalized on this, anyways, because like this is the kind of Quality music that people would want to actually be listening to. But it, it makes me sad that they're not very, you know, friendly in terms of sharing, sharing their music. But it, it's quite funny. There's a lot of defiance going on. I think people now just upload Nintendo yeah, music. They
1: just they'll just do it. But Nintendo's always bit here's the this isn't just with like streaming platforms, but with like content creation as a whole. Nintendo's been always behind on things, they're very old school in that sense. And it's always been up to the fans to sort of keep things alive. Like, out of all the people who, for some reason, who's kept Smash Bros, like Melee alive, and that's always been fans, Nintendo hasn't sponsored any tournaments or anything like that. It's always been the fans. They, I feel like they always keep, um, they're very hands off once their releases have. Gone place in terms of like re-releasing soundtracks or anything like that, or if they do, it's like with like a special edition of a of like a game. But you have stuff like Insane in the Rain, um, Game Chops, and those like those sort of fans of games that do like their own take on the soundtracks themselves, which is a great alternative. And I do recommend that you support those creators, um, especially when they release physical media of that, so like vinyl records and stuff like that. But it's always Nintendo have never done any. They've never, I don't know, maybe not never, but rarely have done this kind of thing. It's always been sort of like up to the fans, and it's a shame because it's the same with emulation and everything like that. Nintendo is very like heavily against it, but for a lot of people, it's their only way to play these games. Um, you know, people want GameCube games to be readily available. They've never, they've rarely done that. Um, So I'm not, I do hope that Nintendo like actually do something to preserve its legacy in such a way where fans don't have to rip a file and put it up on the internet.
2: And now some big, big gaming TV updates for everyone. Uh, The Halo TV show finally dropped a proper trailer. We had a little snippet, but we got a full two-minute trailer outlining a bit of the show's plot, what can we expect from the visuals, the characters, all that jazz? And now, anyone who's listened to Play One before knows I'm a bit of a Halo fan, so very excited, very scared for this show. I must say the the trailer ha- had a lot of good things. Probably the best thing, in my opinion, is having Jen Taylor back voicing Cortana. Of course, an iconic voice. She does such a good job in the games, so having her back is great. Although, as we were just discussing off air. The design of Cortana is very, very questionable. So let's hope they do a bit of a Sonic and change that one up. But I feel like we're going to be stuck with, with the look of that one. But otherwise, I'm quite excited. I am hesitant, but the other visuals look pretty good. The CGI looks all right. There's a really cool shot in the trailer of a close-up of an Elite, which I think looks awesome. Uh, there is a scene later on of some Elite's fighting chief, which I wasn't too keen on because it kind of just looks like some really tall people in a giant elite suit. So that looks a bit silly, but I don't know. This is going to be a hard one. You know, Infinite has been really successful. So the show is coming out at a good time. It's dropping um, next month, end of March. But I don't know, Connor, what do you think? You're not as excited for me, I don't think.
1: Well, generally I'm not as much of a Halo fan because I'm only right now dipping my toes into the series. Like I finished Halo Reach and I enjoyed that and currently going through combat evolved on the master chief collection but with this in particular i get avatar vibes from it and i don't like it i think as well um whatever they're going to do with master chief I'm kind of interested in that regard i do like the design i do like just how master chief looks on a television show i think it fits really well i don't doubt that it's not going to be good i just don't think it's going to be for me um, Harry, Max, what did you guys pick up from the trailer that maybe I didn't?
3: I was going to say, I, I, I don't think I could be less excited for this. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think it looks good at all. God, to be, to be we're completely just crushing right. Eleni. <laughs> to, to be completely honest, I feel like it's going to be another one of those video game movies It's just going to fade into obscurity. It's, I don't think it's going to be any good at all. i got to be completely honest. I feel like it's not going to translate well like so many video games don't translate well to films and I feel like this is going to be one of them I just don't think it's going to work maybe that's just me being very negative but i just i can't see it
1: happening well any you're ready to throw hands <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> it's just me. I, I actually
2: agree with max i think like i never actually thought this was going to get made like it's been in development hell so like yeah the fact that is... they've even releasing something is amazing and it it doesn't look perfect obviously but i'm you know i'm trying to be the optimist here the positive vibes you know regardless of the actual content of the TV show, obviously, I hope it's great. I'll be tuning in, so expect me to be discussing it later on in the year. But
3: now we're talking about more breaking news in the gaming world. Uh, Sony bought uh, Bungie Studios. How, how do we all feel about that?
1: Um, my my 2022 bingo card is just getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> like legit, I out of all the things I, because I woke up. I woke up on the day and was like, you know what? This, today's going to be a great day. I'm going to go <laughs> for a walk. I'm going to eat some cereal, have a cup of coffee. I look at my phone and the first thing I see is, oh, yeah, Sony's bought Bungie now. But it's this is obviously a reactionary move. Let's be honest here. Um, it's a reactionary move to Microsoft um, buying up everybody. And what's even weirder don't get me wrong it is weird as- associating bungie now with sony considering bungie's like history with the halo franchise but i do see the hope in potentially some really cool first party titles but i think a lot of the focus will be back onto destiny and continuing to grab that i think this is just more of like a bragging thing. is like hey ha, 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 guess what xbox me now own bungie Mm. I mean,
3: I, I do think it's a little worrying, though, because like
1: it very much is as well. Yeah,
3: it's incredibly worrying, especially because um, Bungie, you know, with Destiny, they they tried so hard. What did they? Because it didn't really didn't, didn't really take off the way that they hoped. So I don't know if that was the best call they're signing.
1: But I'm what I'm struggling to really understand. Well, what I'm struggling to hope for is like how is this how is this going to benefit? This isn't really going to benefit. Many people. No. I think, a, a, like with everything that's been happening, there's going to be a big negative of this is just a market of buying up studios because we can.
2: Oh, obviously, that's exactly what this year is already becoming. I mean, half of the news stories we were discussing earlier was us just, you know, talking about giant studios coming in and eating small studios, which is exactly what this is. And I also you know, we were talking off air, I know Harry and I were joking about this, how like, you know, uh, Sony aware that Bungie don't make Halo anymore because, you know, we, we definitely discussed the whole Activision Blizzard acquisition and how many iconic PlayStation franchises like Spyro, Crash, Bandicoot, all of that are now technically owned by Microsoft. That's a huge blow. But in terms of what Sony are getting out of this. I don't really see this as a very beneficial deal. I mean, like you said, Max, I don't think Destiny was as, you know, successful as Bungie were hoping for. So I kind of saw this and then just switched my phone off because it wasn't as all at all groundbreaking or, you know, amazing, game changing. But I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. What do you think, Harry? Do you think this is actually a good move by Sony?
0: Uh, I mean, it's really up to them, I guess, of what they actually do with it. I mean, it's the thing with Xbox and Microsoft and what they've done with, you know, they've Mm. bought up a lot of studios we've seen in the past but haven't particularly put them to good use, which has been a major problem. I just like to think... At the moment the companies are just bored because uh, you know, there's not a huge amount of games that are actually like going out at the moment uh, due to COVID and whatnot. So I just like to think they're all in a giant room doing like an auction. So they're like, oh, take two, oh, two. I it- got five on <laughs> twenty-two, I got five and take 2 <laughs> and five it and got 20 bucks. Does i got thirty feel
1: like forty that. Bucks. <laughs> I, I would love to picture like just a room with Microsoft and Sony being the only two bidders, or like a thing of storage wars where it's like, who wants to buy up? I don't know. Activision Blizzard. Oh, I, I I would love that wholeheartedly. And as they're going through the rooms, they're just like, oh my God, I found a great find here. Crash Bandicoot. How much can we sell this for? We've just made like seven like $57 billion in this one storage unit.
3: And as they're going through bungees, they go, Bungie, it's like, Oh wait, there's nothing here. Yeah, yeah
1: it's it's just <laughs> destiny at this point.
2: Well, but- yeah, it's interesting you say that because, you know, going back to how we were talking about, you know, both companies kind of stealing each other's iconic franchises. Um, it's really interesting because Jim Ryan, who's the president and chief executive of Sony, he actually said that this deal um, was an important step in their strategy to expand the reach of PlayStation to a much wider audience. So I don't know if that, in, think- in other words, is them saying we're trying to bring in some... Some Microsoft fans, I'm not what sure what I, wider audience. That's- what I
1: think could potentially happen is we might be seeing like a Sony exclusive live service type game. Because if there's like the one thing that PlayStation Studios have been very like not heavy on is live services. Because like obviously with Xbox, you have CFDs, you have Halo, which t- to be fair now is a live service game.
0: Hi, I'm Mike Pollock, the voice of Dr. Eggman. You're listening to Player One on Sin, but you probably already knew that. And we're back with some more news. This one is the Valve handheld. Yes, the Valve has decided to jump into that market with a bit of hardware once again. Uh, they've been sort of all over the place with their hardware in the past, but this is a new one. It's being shipped this month only to the US, UK, and uh, parts of Europe, of course. So we're ah. still going to be waiting for a bit longer, which is a bit disappointing. But uh. Guys, are we excited for this one? And, well, once it does actually come here, will we actually be playing it? Are we going to buy this one straight out of the box or are we going to wait for a Steam summer sale kind of deal?
1: I, I personally, like someone who loves handheld gaming, I have had a lot of interest in this because for me, it's another competitor on the market and I'm always just very, I don't know, There's always been that interest in seeing what other people can do since the Switch has been released, because obviously this won't be any sort of competition to that, but it's a good alternative. Um, I definitely want to try it before I buy it. It's one of those things where I'm very hesitant to buy it at this current stage of time. Like, does anyone feel that same way? Well,
2: I was going to say, I feel like that's actually one of maybe the blessings about us getting it so late. I mean, if we get it at all, is it means by the time it even ships to Australia, you know, all of these other countries will have had it for, you know, months. It means we'll be able to get, you know, videos, seeing reviews of the console, you know, any friends or family we've got overseas who buy it, have the chance to play it, can let us know how it plays. Uh. But it's exciting because, you know, they've definitely been pretty tight-lipped. They delayed it from um, its release last year. So for anyone who's pre-ordered it, they'll finally be able to get it. It'll be shipping out on the 25th of Feb um, and it'll take about three days for customers to receive uh, their their console. So they're pretty on top of it. I think they've had a huge backlog of pre-orders. I think lots of people are really excited about this one because, yeah, as you said, Connor, even though it's not, exactly you know direct competition to you know the switch it's a completely different handheld console one that really is targeted towards pc gamers which is a really cool thing so hopefully it'll be good um i mean yeah eventually when we get it i'll definitely be be keen to check it out but max harry do you think you'll be getting it
3: uh i mean probably not because like, there isn't anything, like, particularly special about it. Like, there's no... It's not like the Switch where they've, you know, got all... Nintendo has all of their exclusive properties and games that you can only get on the Switch. The Steam Deck is more or less just a computer.
1: Yeah, it's um, a portable PC.
3: Yeah, which I, I think is really cool. And what I what I really like is that Valve has sort of made a bit of a, um, a, a you know, an anti-Nintendo move by saying, look, it's your device. You can do what you want with it. You you can open it up. You can use it however you want to use it rather than, you know, having all these rules and stuff, which I think is really actually quite good.
1: I think as well, it allows the opportunity for games that would never appear on the Switch to actually show up. Like I'm just going through the actual pages right now. And one of the screenshots that I can see for this is actually something from Death Stranding. And that was like the first notable thing I noticed because they have screenshots of like Hades, um, and the uh, Nino Kuni, as like some examples. This is definitely my concern, and especially with the general public, um, who may have a even just a small level of interest, is price point.
0: Yeah, I don't personally go after consoles when they first come out i know that a lot of people have their mindsets like oh it's the first it's a new thing that's what you want to get it's like yes beautiful i'm the one i and then that's some of the people like they have that mindset that's completely fine to have uh personally i don't feel like i'll be going after this one sort of the same with max there's not really anything for me personally that i look at and go oh you know i'm gonna get that because of this game and it's more, one of those things that, uh, if it does get good content and it is received quite well, uh, I might look into it, but at the moment, yeah, not something that I personally will be doing, but, uh, for anyone that is grabbing it in the UK, the US and Europe, uh, good luck with it. Hope you have fun and, uh, yeah, maybe send it over our way sometime in the near future. That would be nice.
3: I'm Max joined here today by Eleni and, uh, Connor and Harry. And uh, we're talking about what The Rock is cooking because apparently The Rock is going to star in an upcoming video game adaptation of something. We don't know what it is, but we're, we're excited. We're on board. and I cannot wait to see what
1: He's happens. it has been such a tease, such a tease on this. And our, <laughs> our hopes and our dreams can only be uh, overtaken by our imagination. And The Rock has been in a video game licensed movie before. Has well, he been in several, hasn't he? Um, I think I think one or maybe one or two, but the one that definitely sticks out is Doom, which was not a good movie.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like Doom was a fantastic movie because it had the rock in the I mean anything that he's in is just uh how would I say a masterpiece.
1: Well, on that day, paper paper beat the rock, but Eleni... <laughs> I we both looked at this and just went, what? <laughs> Yeah, there's a few
2: things. um, I guess to give a bit of context, um, The Rock revealed this um, upcoming video game adaptation during an interview with um, Men's Journal and he said, and I'm going to quote here, we're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen, one that I've played for years. A few things that stand out. um, Firstly, what badass games could he be bringing to screen secondly i don't think the rock has time to play video games so that's a red flag yeah, i'm like you like, don't play video he, games How this is like
1: this man like half the day he works out and then half the day he's filming a movie and he doesn't stop
2: yeah it's this just gives me vibes of when like cd project red tried to pretend that keanu reeves had played cyberpunk like we all knew he doesn't have the time for that but i will say my my main prediction here um is actually probably Gears of War um obviously there was a lot of news last year where Dave Batista was really really adamant about being in a Gears of War film and even um I remember we covered this how he went in for a, a meeting to discuss being in Fast and Furious and actually took that time to pitch a Gears of War film so I know he's keen on it but For me, it just makes sense looking at The Rock that that would probably be the big badass game that he would be bringing to screen. But I don't know, Harry, Max, what do you guys think?
3: Mm, I mean, I I think it'll be something, it'll probably be something really kind of basic though, won't it? Like I would actually, I don't know, I reckon it's going to be like Call of Duty or something would be my bet actually.
1: When he says like it's like one of the most badass, like biggest badass games, like, Besides Call of Duty, what? Uh, it's very I hard it, to I say. I figured it out. Oh,
0: It's COD Mobile.
1: Ah, <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I think I'm I've connected go. all
0: the pieces together and I think The Rock is going to be starring oh in my COD God. Mobile, Actually, movie coming minute. to cinemas 2023. Hoyt's Rewards Only, so make sure you go <laughs> watch a it. bunch of other movies there so you can get all your Hoyt's Rewards awards points so you can go watch The Rock.
1: I've got it. I've got it. I have a... Okay. Don't, this could be in the realm of possibility here the fortnite movie yes that's exactly where i was
3: like like... uh, because i was gonna say because the rock is in fortnite and that actually made me reinstall it because i was just i was like i've got to see this (laughs) so i I I... literally reinstalled it bought the the battle pass thing only to find out that you got to wait like a month until they add the rock to the game and you can unlock him and i I was a lot
1: of sense though I
2: mean, The Rock is probably the most versatile actor of this generation. I mean, he's just a chameleon in everything he does. So it could it could be anything. I mean, you know, I I really don't know. And I'm excited, but like concerned. Cause like, you know, like we were discussing earlier, gaming adaptations are okay at the best of times. So this could be a very hilarious,
1: hilarious well, reveal. I'm I'm not I'm sure. Thinking. I'm just the way he's narrowed it down, it has to be like an action movie. I can't see it being anything else. Like probably not, probably not like a
3: romantic comedy. I don't think he does those.
1: No, no. I'm just trying to think. Like, imagine if it's like, imagine if it's like The Sims, and it's <laughs> almost like the free guy, but with the rock. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Grant the happen. photo.
3: Oh, actually, yeah, that that, that, that could
1: work. Yeah. Out of all the things that haven't been made into a movie, I'm surprised Grand Theft Auto hasn't been that one. Mm. Now that I think about I, it. Maybe. Hmm. Like it's too early for like a cyberpunk movie, let's be honest. Like it'll if, take you know, years
3: to release, they'll keep canceling it. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. And it'll be delayed and then delayed <laughs> again. And then it'll have a release date and it'll go gold, but then delayed again, and it'll be yeah. less than what everyone expected.
3: And and the film will like crash halfway through and you'll have to restart, it'll just be a disaster
1: yeah and all the text and all the the npcs will be absolutely horrible looking yeah. but enough about the terrible disaster that was cyberpunk 2077 because the rock has too much class for that now i feel like we've all had this point in our gaming lives where we play through something and initially we didn't like it for whatever reason we just couldn't gel with it we just couldn't get the vibe and we put it away we didn't touch that game but then in future as we've all grown to become adults um I myself now in my mid-20s um I have had to really dive back into things just to sort of see if my thoughts were correct and no I have been wrong on several occasions and I have one that I've recently dove back into which I hadn't played since maybe 2018 And that was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now, when I initially played this game, there were several things that I did not like about it. And that was simply because I was a dumb, stupid person. Um, I was definitely more used to more streamlined open world games that sort of held your hand a little bit. Um, I have now grown past that and understand why Breath of the Wild is the way it is. The, the, and another thing that i was very critical of i still am to this very day but maybe not to the extent i was but that was the weapon degradation uh system in the game i wasn't a fan of my weapons breaking and with no way to recover them um unlike games like for example uh Fallout, where you could have some wear and tear on your weapons. But if you had multiples of the same weapon, you could repair it. Similar to something like the Witcher, where um, you could go to like a blacksmith and repair it. That's what I was really hoping for in Breath of the Wild, but I it didn't really have that. So I put the game away for a long time, only until literally this past week, Um I picked up the game for the first time in four years. I, re- I had to rebuy the game because I traded away my old one. Um, and I perhaps was very wrong in my opinion with it back when I was 21. So I'm 25 now and I'm playing with it with a fresh set of eyes. Um, yes, this is a fantastic game, but is it, my opinion still stands Where is this the greatest game of all time? No, there are still things I don't like about this game, but I am perhaps a lot less harsher on it now than I was back then. But I want to ask everyone in the group um, what was a game that you initially hated but grew to love?
3: Oh, I've got a good one for this Um, Persona 5.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
3: I originally started to play it and I, I didn't have like any patience because it takes a while, as you'd expect of most RPGs. It takes a while for it to really get going, and so I played like the first like ten hours of it, and I was like, "This isn't going anywhere. I'm just going to put this down and leave it." And I left it for about maybe two, like maybe two or three years, um, before I finally actually finished it. I got to the eleven-hour point, where things actually start to heat up a bit, and I went, "This is fantastic. One of the best games I've like ever played," and just blazed through it and absolutely loved it. Um, so I'm definitely glad I went back to visit that. But it's kind of annoying because, again, like with Breath of the Wild, it's sort of it seems like there's like a bit overwhelming at first. Um, but I, I absolutely loved it though.
0: Harry, what about you? Uh I mean, I personally had an experience with the RPG one as well. Uh, Persona Four. So I'm not a very big uh, like sort of RPG fan or player. So. This one got recommended to me by a whole bunch of people, just like the Persona franchise in general. Uh, I touched it for a bit, uh, got like picked it up on a summer sale on Steam, played it for a bit, and it's just like this isn't really for me. It's nothing's
1: like you particularly. It was like the
0: grind, yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. uh, I think that's more than me. I'm a very much a multiplayer uh, type of person when it comes to video games. I'm not particularly. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't particularly play a lot of single player games, so. I played it the first time, uh, did it for a bit, got bored of it, uh, left it alone, and then I came back to it sort of earlier or later last year and just went over it, had a go at it again, and I don't know, something had sort of changed with it where I was just really enjoying the story and uh, the actual game itself. I think I still was a bit iffy with, uh, how would I say, the uh, mechanics of the game where it's just a lot of you know you get into fights and you just uh, it's a lot of the same thing, the same audio even you cut into something and you play it over and over again, it can get a bit uh, repetitive, but uh, yeah no I just really enjoyed the game next time around, so well, that's personally one of mine, and uh, yeah, good fun in the end.:
3: Hi I'm Dan Golding, a video game composer of Untitled Goose Game and others. Uh, you're listening to Player One on sin: and I think it's it's quiz time.
2: Isn't it yeah. yeah, I love quizzes.
1: Is. Hell yeah!
2: Well, Harry, you're going up against the the reigning champ. Connor was the the 2021 champ, but you know, Harry, you're back here. You're back on player one, ready to go. Max, some new blood coming in. You might you might have a challenge on your hands, Connor.
1: Oh, uh, listen. No matter what, I will I will I will squish like puny ants.
0: Uh, i don't wow. think you understand connor i watched an episode of the chaser so you're you're in a bit of trouble is um, the
1: chaser
2: or the chase
0: well i mean it could be both really that's yeah, just how you, got you, gotta, you gotta we gotta flo you just gotta throw it around you know i've already got him thinking oh wow he's prepared for this you, i'm already You've really, you
1: really thrown me off my game now from that you have
2: all of the mind games we love we love but you know of course we've got some basic rules for everyone anyone who's listened in will know these but for anyone who's new the way the quiz works is quizmaster today that happens to be me we'll read out the questions if anyone knows the answers you buzz in with your name whoever i hear first gets a shot at it and then if you get it wrong goes to the next person yada 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 and whoever has the most points at the end is the winner of the quiz and also will be in charge of making next week's quiz if you're on the show but we're going to dive right in because we've got 10 awesome questions that are going to be spread across two segments. So let's get straight into it with The Last of Us, of course, being known as one of the best video games ever, has some great voice acting in it. You know, oh, in particular, the two central characters, Joel and Ellie, are just fantastic characters and are voiced by some fantastic voice actors. Folks, hit me with who those two people are. Ah, oh, crap. I don't remember.
3: Uh, can I chime in? It's uh, Troy Baker
2: is one of them, isn't he? I don't know. You've got to give me the other one.
3: Oh, um, oh I, I was going to say um, Ashley Birch, but she doesn't voice. No, oh, that's, that's wrong.
2: I don't remember that. It's incorrect, Max, uh, unfortunately.
0: I think I may have the answer here. Are
2: right, uh, you going to buzz in with your name, Harry?
0: Oh, of course. Harry, that is me, my oh, name.
2: <laughs> there we go. What have you got?
0: So I've got two of probably the better names in the gaming industry so i believe the two voice actors were dwayne the rock johnson (laughs) and the second one i believe was the video game character bubsy
1: it wasn't voiced by
0: anyone just the actual character Bubsy. Uh, i believe those two should be correct
1: i realized something here eleni you basically gave away the names earlier in in the show Um, i did i did exactly Troy, troy baker and ashley johnson so, ding ding
2: ding! This yeah. is also my favorite thing to do when I host yeah, the quizzes: you, re- is to actually <laughs> test you guys to see if you're paying attention to our show.
0: <laughs> I think I was also. I thought I really thought I had it. Listen,
2: a you were. Bum- there
1: was, was a, a great co- choice, but Bum- was, was a callback co- choice.
2: But yes, of course, Connor, Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson. That is one point to you, and let's head straight into this next question. I, I feel like
1: Max should get like at least half a point because he got Troy Baker right.
2: All right, you know what, Max? We'll give you half a point. Connor, you're on one. There we go. And everyone keep keep score because I know I'm going to forget. But <laughs> next question. Netflix has adapted The Witcher to screen. Of course, great success. Henry Cavill is great as Geralt. One thing he does well is his voice, but of course, not as iconic as the actual voice actor. So who voices Ooh. Geralt in The Witcher video games?
1: Oh, wow. Actually, I don't know that at all. Uh- harry, harry <laughs> yes there?
0: i'll go i'll say my name again which i just did uh i believe it is a steam version of garfield cart which has also been <laughs> on the summer sale so for two dollars i believe that Damn, should
2: that's be a great the right guess answer. harry <laughs> look we'll come back to that one um if no one else gives a better answer um we'll just accept <laughs> I
1: actually, it I <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna i don't know i'm gonna say Troy Baker, because he seems to be in everything.
3: Well, he does, he does. He, he voices everything.
1: Well,
2: okay, no one's got anything. Wow, that's disappointing. Um, wow. It's it's Doug Cockle who actually does the voice acting for for Geralt in The Witcher Video Games. Um, You know what, Harry, just for creativity, you're getting half a point for that one, man. That was a great <laughs> answer. I'll take it. Um, hey, Garfield I'll card's it. a staple. I'm getting a bit worried now, because I'm thinking that I'm going to be pulling another Dem here, but <laughs> On to the next question. Um, Lara Croft is one of the most iconic female gaming characters ever. Uh, You know, she's been voiced by many different actresses um, in the years, but who was the actress who lended her voice and did the motion capture for the recent trilogy?
1: Oh, damn, that was not where I was thinking that was going because I would have said Angelina Jolie from the movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Ooh.
2: And a hint, the actress was also in Grey's Anatomy. So she's a very, very well-known actress. Uh, Harry. Hit me, Harry.
0: Uh, I believe the correct answer to this one was, of course, the former British Prime Minister, Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) Am I I right with that one? I feel like everyone's smiling, so I believe that is the correct answer. (laughs)
2: Correct. She was revived just for this role. She she came back from the dead just to voice oh, Lara Croft.
1: Who was in Grey's Anatomy?
0: Margaret Thatcher.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Shoot. That's actually really tough. Um. Connor, I'm gonna throw out a, just a random name and pray that it's the correct one. Um. I don't know, like, it wouldn't, no, it wouldn't make sense. I'm, I'm going to say Scarlett Johansson, but I know I'm wrong. If, if only. No, no. Yeah. What about Max? Have you, any, have you got, got any? No, I, I got no
3: collagen. I didn't, I didn't even play it for the recent Tomb Raider game. So I wouldn't. I know.
0: don't think we have any Grey's Anatomy stands in here on 4 Yeah,
1: no. that, that's.
2: I am both a Grey's Anatomy stan and a Tomb Raider fan, and the answer is Camilla Luddington, great actress. I would not actress. have gotten
1: that at all, actually, no. Well,
2: that's just i dis- I'm sure li- anyone listening at home, I'm so sorry. that The boys have got no idea about any voice acting because that happens totally... to be the theme of this whole quiz. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> so I, oh, totally I knew
1: my Grey's Anatomy. I feel like family, I was pretty
0: it. close with Margaret, uh, Margaret Thatcher, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you're just going to have a shot in the dark. I yeah, believe no. that
1: she was actually offered the role but turned it
2: down. I think that's maybe mm. what you were thinking of, Harry. But um, next question. Uh what famous voice actor also had a small role on the hit TV series Pretty Little Lies? Damn. And I'll give you a clue, it's a pretty famous voice actor. So even if you don't know, just think uh, like I've... a very well known.
3: Max, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, do it, Max. It. It's, it's gotta be Troy Baker. He voices everything.
2: <laughs> surely. surely it's-,
1: <laughs> it's, hey actually, it's actually not it's Troy not- Baker. <laughs> oh man. Another one. Okay. Um, I
0: really, I really thought he had it there.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Um ooh.
0: When,
3: mm. when in doubt,
1: Troy Baker. When in doubt. At this point with voice actors, it's literally a letter. I mean, when in doubt, Troy Baker. Um I literally don't know on this one. Voice actors is definitely not my strong suit.
2: I'll give you one more clue. Hmm? Um This answer happens to also be a callback to our Uncharted giveaway.
0: Oh, uh, I've got it, Harry. Harry. Oh. Tom Holland.
2: Oh, wait, I know, I know it. <laughs> Famous voice actor Harry.
0: Uh, Tom Holland has a voice. <laughs> yeah, last I t- I might be wrong. Well, aware actually, of. yeah, he
3: did. He did some animated movies, so technically, he is. A voice actor, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. Anyone
1: else? That's oh, incorrect. I, I actually don't. Is it, know. Is it,
3: is, it, is it Nolan North?
1: Well, it, ding, oh, ding, 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 oh, well, oh, ding. Well, Max doesn't is. get a point for that because he already got an answer incorrect. Oh. So, well, well,
2: I'm giving it to him given that no one else had oh. any other. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm Quizmaster here. Color. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. We'll go give the others an advantage given that you were smashing it last year. But last question before we head into our break and come back for the second half. This is a Who Am I? Ooh. Alrighty, folks. Who am I? I played one of the greatest heroes in cinema in one of the biggest sci-fi franchises of all time, and I also voiced one of the greatest comic book villains of all time in animated shows and video games.
1: Oh, I know. This. Oh, Paris. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I think we've all. Got this, yeah, I, I think
0: I said my did, name first. I though.
1: did hear Harry <laughs> first. Yeah,
0: Harry, go for it. it. Yeah. So, you, you all think that I'm gonna, you know, do something really funny here, but I actually do know this one. And if uh, I am wrong, I'm I... gonna be very disappointed with myself. Uh, that would be Mark, uh, Hamill,
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that's instantly what we all thought. <laughs> that is
2: correct, Amundo. Well yeah. done, Harry. On for the, for, the board. For once that was like a Ah, uh, they call me the quiz
0: master. I'm just I thought, so good. I thought it was gonna
3: be Garfield card kind of for a second, but
2: oh,
0: I you know, that was my first thought, but then I had a really long. Long think about it, and I decided that it was close. But yeah, Mark Hamill, an amazing actor and voice actor, and uh, well, I mean, of course, the voice acting, of course, uh, the Joker in uh, a lot of the Batman animated series stuff, which uh, which and as well the Arkham
1: games, the Arkham games,
2: exactly. He's an absolute champion, and that brings us up to the first part of our quiz. And at the moment, Harry and Max are tied at one and a half points. Connor's on one, so. Anyone's game mm. heading into this second half? Who do, who do we think is going to take it
1: away? Well, it should be me because already <laughs> I've been conspired against. It happened last year, but then I came out on top. And <laughs> it's going to happen this year again, where you guys are all going to try and screw me over and take my title.
0: Well, oh, Connor- I don't think we need to do that at all. I mean, we haven't really. I personally think that uh, you've just lost your edge. No, you've been out of it, the game too long, mate. You've uh,
1: Harry, it's been in fact that you got half a point for just saying Garfield cart. That's all it is. You just keep getting uh, bogus answers that the that Eleni's just going to allow points for.
0: That's all it, it is. Just sounds like you're a little mad, is all. I mean, look, I'm just playing the game, I
1: and the I fact take that the I'm integrity. winning and
0: uh, I'm just better than you as the indicates. I scoreboard take the integrity
1: indicates. of this quiz very seriously, and I heart and listen. It is a conspiracy from the beginning. It's always been a conspiracy against me, and I will always, always win at the end. Well, um,
0: All I'm hearing is I'm losing.
2: Look, this kind of attitude doesn't, <laughs> doesn't stand in my quiz, so oh. the more negative vibes, points will be <laughs> oh. taken away, actually. But, oh, wow. Okay. But, you know, this next question actually is a great chance to have um, lots of points because... Ooh. Um, without giving it away essentially you'll all be able to chime in you can give me up to two answers for each correct answer you get a point so you could get two points each for this mm, one but cool. we're going to celebrate a great voice actor Keith David has had such a long career obviously in live action but also voice acting anyone who knows any of those characters please chime in you can give me one answer you can give me two but whatever's correct you get a point for it so what voice acting roles has
1: Keith David voiced oh i actually do know this because um he's done both uh saints row the third and saints row four that's two
2: points connor ding 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 that's your two points off the board max harry got any answers for me
3: uh i can't think of anything at the moment actually now it's oh he was in um oh, was he in mass effect that's what ding, so ding. I say that's mass a... effect one and two
2: Okay, I'll look. I'll look, I'll pay it. That's correct. He does play David Anderson in the Mass Effect trilogy, so that's two points for you, Max. Now, Harry, have you got any got any answers for me?
0: Well, I am thinking long and hard here for this one. Uh, Keith David. Now, I believe the at least the two games that I personally remember that he was in. Uh, the first was Counter Strike Global Offensive. Uh, this is uh, the one released in two thousand and twelve, and then the second and I, I may be a bit off on this one, definitely confident about the first one, uh, was, I believe, the cult classic... I thought, yes. Yes, the cult classic game Overwatch, where he voiced the uh, voice lines for Winston.
1: Oh, wow. I thought he did D.Va.
0: That's what I thought as well, but no, Winston. It's a, a bit of a surprise. I think he does a really fantastic job with it.
2: I, I don't know if, that's, if those are true. I have to actually fact-check those. Am I going to take your word for
1: it, Hill? I've actually, I think like, I think it's best you know, to I know, I know. honestly. I might actually look him up now I'll whilst we're here. As well. I mean, yeah. I
0: think we should. I should like just okay. be given the points, so and I then th- uh, like uh, afterwards no. we could just. Okay, check those I've come things.
1: across so
3: his Wikipedia. I've right. yeah, just, just looked it up.
2: He he doesn't voice words. Yeah, I mean, you,
0: you might be looking at yeah. something that's a bit <laughs> outdated. You know, some and it depends. Are you looking at Wikipedia because anyone could write on that. So. <laughs> I'm a, bit, just.
2: I'm a bit sad that none of you... I mean, obviously, you all mentioned that you're not Halo fans, but I think his most iconic role is voicing the Arbiter in the Halo oh, series. Um, I know that.
0: Yeah, so when I said Winston, I actually meant him. <laughs> um.
1: So I've just pulled up his Wikipedia, and I can. there's a year-by-year year list of what he's done. So he's been in Fallout, um, Halo 2, Saints Row, Transformers, Halo 3, Mass Effect, Saints Row 2 um Dissidia Final Fantasy Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 uh, The Princess and the Frog and Coraline yes those apparently had video games Mass Effect 2 Megamind um another Final Fantasy game Marvel Heroes Saints Row 4 Halo the Master Chief Collection obviously in Halo 5 as Genesis and most recently Mortal Kombat 11 where he voiced Spawn
2: correct and he's done that throughout his career actually um he's actually done
0: quite a lot i think i've said all of those ones if i remember correctly all
2: right right. um look harry you can you can have a point how about that i'll give you a point point. you don't even deserve the point but i'm such a generous quiz master so you, you can have the point as we head into our next question it's just a you know, a, a simple true or false, folks, um, true or false, Laura Bailey, another great voice actress, um, voices a main character in the Giz of War series. Is that true or is that false? I'm going to say true. Okay, Connor's going true. Max, Harry, uh, you both have a chance here. I'm,
3: I'm going to say false.
2: Okay, Harry?
0: I'm going to say 50-50. <laughs> things up a bit. That way I get at least half a point. So. <laughs> That's true
2: well the answer is true so thank kinda, you kind of gets the point harry you get zero points because <laughs> that's that's not how a true or false works if well anything- i mean
0: i did like the who wants to be a millionaire like the 55th like asked the uh, the audience and unfortunately they just didn't get back to me in time before the answer came out
1: which is oh, unfortunate. that's shame
2: that's shame that is a shame. But, Connor, you get the point. And, of course, she voices Kate Diaz in the most recent trilogy. Um, very that, exciting. Oh, I
1: thought, my, my thought was Gears 5 or something like that.
2: Yeah, so Gears 4, Gears 5. She is Kate oh, Diaz.
1: Okay. Um, oh, okay. I, I've never played Gears of War, so. Well, that's a
2: shame. But an iconic TV show now we're moving to. Um, but is voiced by an iconic gaming voice actor. But who voiced Ben Tennyson in the original Ben 10 TV show? So The oh, one where he's
1: a little I kid, definitely would not know this at all. I did not watch this at all as a kid. Oh, <laughs> I man. feel like Eleni's just been personally insulted. I have, <laughs> I, I remember like a little bit of the show, but I'm not, I'm of... definitely out of. Oh, wait, I, actually, ahead. you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go a voice. I don't know if it's correct, it's probably wrong, but go for it, like Tom Kenny. Wait, quick,
3: can, I, can I ask a quick question, or is that not gonna?
1: No, of course, go ahead.
3: Did he also, did the same voice actor who voiced him also voiced Spider-Man in the future, or am I thinking of someone else completely?
2: That's a tricky one, because that's correct, but this is not the specific Ben 10 version I'm thinking of. Ah, uh, damn
3: it. Yeah, because I'm thinking of,
2: yeah, okay. And I, um, I, I got my no clue then. <laughs> Harry, have you got anything? I knew this would stump you. I, I This was a bit of a trick question, actually.
0: Uh, I mean, I did watch a bit of Ben 10 back in the day. Found a pretty good show. But... I honestly, I personally can't actually remember the uh, the voice actor for them.
2: Well, Which um, is a real
0: shame because uh, they did a pretty good job with it.
2: It is a shame, but um, a surprising answer, actually. It's actually Tara Strong. So, you know, if you had any male voice actors in your head, didn't even have to go there because it's Tara Strong, who, of course, voices some iconic DC characters. You know, she does Batgirl. She's on Harley Quinn. Um, and she also does Ben 10. So she's a great chameleon when it comes to the voice acting. and. Fair enough. Of course, wouldn't be a, a player one show without me mentioning Mass Effect. Um, who voices Commander shepherd either male or female?
1: Ah, uh, this I don't. I don't. Oh uh, crap! Up. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'll, this
0: I'll... is just exposing that none of us know voice. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll put my hat in the ring. I'm just going to say. I don't know Nolan North for male sh- for, for male Shep. I don't know for fan Shep. I'm so sorry.
2: No. Oh my golly gosh! What's going I'm sorry. on? I know uh, all these uh, Definitely, without even having having to research I've
1: definitely them. heard her name before. I've definitely heard her name before, but I'll just never remember it.
3: It's not Troy Baker, is it?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm He's pretty not...
0: sure it's Troy Baker. Though
1: fun fact, if, if it's anyone, it's
0: him. No, it's definitely Troy Baker.
1: True. Fun True. fact, though, Martin Sheen is in Mass Effect 2 as the um as like the, the elusive the... man. Yeah, the elusive. Yep, that's exactly well, right. speaking
0: yep. of Sheen, maybe it's Charlie Sheen as the original <laughs> voice of uh. He,
1: probably would, done, he probably, Shepherd, right. probably would have done. probably
2: would done a better job than um Mark Mia is the man who voiced oh. Male oh. Shepard. And of course, Jennifer Hale does Fem Shep, Probably one of the most iconic voice acting performances ever and it seems like neither none of you actually know who that is which is breaking my heart and we're gonna we're gonna we're end sorry. this it's okay but we're gonna end this one final question we're almost done and this is another callback to our earlier conversation so let's see again if you're listening but <laughs> one thing that halo tv show adaptation has done right is it has brought back the original voice actress for cortana what is the name of this voice
1: actress yeah, but I've got, I don't remember. <laughs> Eleni, well, we're good, gonna good at me, this. Oh good my God. Eleni, uh, you're going to
2: kill me. Harry. Go ahead, Harry.
0: It wouldn't be famous uh, Labor politician Julia Gillard. <laughs> <would it be? laughs>
2: no, really... Funnily enough, no.
0: Really? Wow. That's surprising. That really has caught me off guard there because I really <laughs> thought I was on to something with that one.
2: The best part about this one is that I actually said it multiple times. You did. During... That's the sad yeah, one. So you not... really did. So I think all of you should lose this quiz because it means you don't actually <laughs> listen to my voice <laughs> and when I'm speaking. So for theory... any listeners, just, you know, like maybe listen to people when they're chatting yeah. to you. Uh, Be uh, better listeners than my fellow it... co-hosts. But
1: in terms of points now, who do I, who do we have... Well, I think
0: I have the score with me, actually. Uh, I was keeping count over here. You my count? So I scored 27 points. <laughs> uh, Max scored 26 and a half. And Close. Connor scored uh, NA, not available.
1: <laughs> I, so I think I that's know. the
0: final quiz. So, uh, yes, as, uh, as was expected at the start, I have come out victorious, Max... Uh, a very good effort in second and Connor just seems to be losing his touch a bit in the old <laughs> quiz side of things, but you gave a good effort, Connor. and We, we oh. can't thank you enough for, you know, having a go. I think,
1: it's all I think my three points were enough to, I think, I think I got three.
2: Yeah. Look, Connor, I think you did take, take the win there. And um, that's probably a good thing because clearly Dem and I don't know how to organize quizzes. So I'm going to hand the quiz responsibility off to you for next week. And now dear listeners, it is that time the time in the evening where we say goodbye, we say goodnight, and we say tune in next week. But before we all say our farewells, of course, we want to let you know where you can check us out. Because if you head to the social medias at Player One Sin on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we keep you updated on any cool content we've got coming out, any little funny things we've got going on, it'll all be there for you to check out and enjoy. Of course, any beautiful YouTube content we've got coming up, just head to our YouTube channel, Player One. And the podcast realm, if you want to hear our lovely voices more than you already do on a Monday night, check us out at Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We upload our radio shows directly there in podcast form, as well as any other cool interviews and reviews we've got coming up. It'll all be there for you to tune into. Now, as I said, it is... The end of this show, but before we do say goodbye, of course, anyone want to chime in. Connor, what are your parting words before we say good evening?
1: Bubsy's back.
2: Bubsy's back and winning the quizzes again. So hopefully whoever's on next week can dethrone Connor. But Max, any final words?
3: Any words of wisdom? Uh I've got I've got nothing.
2: Sorry.
1: Good man. Good yeah. man.
2: Just leave it short
1: like, and
3: sweet.
2: That's it. Solid. All right, Harry. Hit us with hit us with the farewell. What have you got for us?
0: Oh, I like to use the famous quote from the former Prime Minister of Australia, Malcolm Turnbull, which is "a uh, game hard."
2: Game hard indeed. You heard it here first on Player One on Sin. Have a lovely evening, everyone.